0: Okay, so today I've been asked to speak on Rejoice. I know the anchor is Isaiah chapter 9 from 2 to 4. It talks about the people who walked um, in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwell in a land of deep darkness and on them has light shone. Um, verse 3 you have multiplied the nation you have increased its joy they rejoice before you as we joy at the harvest as they are glad when they divide the spoil for the yoke of his burden and the staff for his shoulder the rod of his oppressor you have been broken you have been broken as one of the day hallelujah amen father we just thank you this morning or this afternoon we thank you for bringing us together thank you for the first Sunday in December we're just grateful we're grateful we're grateful and Lord we just want to say take all the glory this morning speak to us transform us challenge us um, cover us protect us whatever you want to do this morning this afternoon take all the glory and let the honor be yours in the name of Jesus amen I bring greetings from pastor thank you he's holding it down in London hallelujah amen with you know every time I'm I'm away I'll be like oh so he's looking after the children and I'm like hello. (laughs) I'm not the only person (laughs) who's had the children, but I'm just always so grateful and thankful for him. Like, you know, when this opportunity comes and he just says, you go, don't worry. I'll look after the children. You know, it's not so many people are blessed to have that. And I'm just grateful to God for that. Amen. Amen. Okay. Let's go into the word. Amen. What does it mean to rejoice? I have seen so many testimonies come through this morning. And I know that if it wasn't for time, more people would come. Amen. It's great to rejoice. It's great to it's good to testify. But what does it really mean to rejoice in the Lord? You know, there's so much, um, so much people think rejoicing as happiness, and happiness is as a, as, a, as a result of something happening. But what about when things are not happening? Do you actually rejoice? I mean, some people have come up here and said, mm, I didn't really want to come up, I didn't want to say anything, you know? Nothing big, right? Nothing big has happened but rejoicing it's the ability to be joyful for the right reasons the fact that you have a sound mind that's the right reason to rejoice the fact that you can breathe that's the right reason to rejoice the fact that you have a cloth or you have a roof over your head the fact that you can eat three square meals a day that is the right reason amen the fact that you walked whatever you lived you walked here in the right frame of mind that is rejoicing and thanking God. That is something to rejoice about. It is about being joyful in the midst of trials and hardship. I remember many years ago, right on this altar, just got married, 24 year old, hallelujah, thank you Jesus. And then all of a sudden, my world came crashing. My husband fell ill and I had to be up here. He was there for six months in the hospital in Morriston. I was so nearly wedded that I half of the things I was doing, I didn't even know what I was doing. Half of the time I come up here, every Sunday I had to take up the mantle. I didn't know what to say. But I still had to come and encourage the people. I still had to come and rejoice in the midst of the hardship. I don't know about you. You may be going through that hardship when you're saying, God, where are you? What is there to rejoice about? The Bible says rejoice. And I'm saying to you, rejoice again. Rejoice! Rejoice again. I come up here and I'm like, Lord, I'm here again. What do I have to rejoice about? The man that you told me to marry is in the hospital. What really exactly am I going to tell the people to rejoice? But let me tell you, God was working everything out even when we didn't understand what was going on. I came up here. I would share the word, I would encourage people, and somebody would say, thank you Mrs. Mack, that was for me. I was like, wow, God, you're doing your work. So I'm saying to somebody, rejoice again. In the midst of the hardship, rejoice again. In the midst of that mental depression, I say rejoice again. In the midst of, oh, how am I gonna eat today? I say rejoice again. In the midst of, Lord, oh, I don't know what I'm going to write in this dissertation, I say rejoice. In the midst of the mental breakdown, I say rejoice. In the midst of that sickness, I say rejoice, because this is according to what the Lord says in Psalm 126, verse 2 to 3. Our mouths were filled with laughter, and our tongues with songs of joy, Then it was the said among the nation. It is what the said among Swansea. It is what the said according to Westbury Street. It is what the said according to the people the Lord has done great things for us and we were filled with joy so I'm encouraging you this morning be filled with joy despite the circumstances it's so easy to forget what the bible says about rejoicing in the lord and keep a positive attitude but that doesn't always happen i'm so grateful the people were coming up here and they were saying you know i didn't want to get up i didn't want to say anything but something pushed you i believe it's the holy spirit You said even though it's not complete come and rejoice even though you're not sure come and testify and that's what really rejoicing is all about. And you're saying, Lord, I'm not sure. I don't know where you're taking me. Just like me in those many years and even up until now. But you know what? I'm going to rejoice. Oh, I'm going to rejoice. I am going to break that devil's neck. And I'm not, I don't even care now. Because I know that you will come through for me. I know you will strengthen me. I know you will be with me. I know you will hold me. I know even when I am not even confident enough, oh God, you would help me and I will rejoice in the Lord. Rejoicing in the Lord is a great blessing. What only comes from having a relationship with the father rejoicing is not as a result of you getting married you know that's happiness it's a great day right it's not as a result of you having a child okay that's great that's something that's happening right it's happening. but joy comes from the inside it's not even when things are no good you're like lord i trust you something wells inside of you is rejoicing. That is joy. Joy changes your life. You know, it changes your life. It changes who you are. Joy helps you to lower your blood pressure. There's something about proverb that talks about, you know, laughter is a good medicine. There's something about having joy. It helps you to get something right, to get it straight. Even physically, it may not look so. So I say again, church, rejoice. And I have a few points here that I want you, when these things are happening, I want you to rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord to know who you are. Rejoice that you have salvation. Rejoice that you know Christ. Rejoice. people don't have salvation some people can't walk here do you know about the persecuted churches in other nations you're scrolling in here you're like wow you're dancing you're doing this some people don't have the privilege do you know that people are being persecuted for knowing jesus oh rejoice and say Rejoice in who you are. The Bible says in Job chapter 13, verse 3 Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. Jesus knew who he is and he gave thanks and he rejoiced in the Father. He knew the confidence. some people I don't know Like you hide your Christianity do you hide your Christianity don't let them know that I'm not uh, that I'm a Christian I'm born again they will now say I've come again do you actually rejoice in salvation or do you hide it because here, the Bible talks about Jesus knowing the Father. And every confident that he had in him was through his Father. So rejoice that you know salvation. Blessed in the Lord. Hallelujah. Sometimes I go in church it's like, how was your week? Oh, what was your, what was your weekend like? I was like, you know what? I've just come back from a retreat. And it's a retreat for the ladies. And I had a wonderful time. I feel so refreshed in being a Christian. I'm like, oh, okay. So tell me a little bit. What was that all about? Rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We go on to the next point. Rejoicing in God's trusting and his timing. Some of us don't. It's very hard for us to rejoice when things are not going well. What is there to rejoice? How can you tell me this is God's timing? How can you tell me that it's God's timing to take my mother away when I was nine years old? How can that be? How can you tell me that my father had to marry other people or other ladies? Why, Lord? Is this really your try- timing? Is it really that you, we, we really trust him? Do we really believe in him? The Bible says in John chapter 6, verse 15, Jesus again knowing that they intend to come and make him king by force withdrew again to a mountain by himself because we don't know the timing but there's sometimes we know the seasons we're in right you know that okay God is asking me to lay low at this point God is asking me to just sit and just don't preach or don't, don't, don't just learn and just like that, Jesus knew he wasn 't ready yet, and he withdrew. so some of us may be going through challenges, but oh, I want to shine actually um, I, I, should, I, I, should, I, I know where i 'm meant to be, <laughs> really. Why don't you just trust God's timing and rejoice in that moment. Oh, Father, whether you're telling me to sit still this time, I'm going to sit still. Whether you're asking me to be mentored by somebody so that I'm learn, I'm going to do that right now because I trust your timing because I am not ripe yet. I am not even ready what, what the world is going to throw at me. So I'm going to be trusting your timing, Father. So Rejoice. In his time and it's not the time yet, Father, but I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to happy where you have planted my feet. Oh, when I was in Swansea, I'm happy because God was giving us a training ground, right? He was saying that there is much more, so stay low. I don't know if some some pastor would say, you know, oh, it was only for a year. I only came to start up this parish and then after that, I would go. And then what happens? Ten years later, because God was saying, rejoice and stay here. Tarry here I'm ready to take you. Sometimes Tarry here, you ain't got you don't have whether you're not you sure the end goal. But God is saying, Victoria, step. Okay. Okay, stay here for a moment. Take about two years and learn something there. And he says, okay, right now, Victoria turn left. Oh, I'm going. Okay, stay here for a moment. Look at the scenery. Look at what I'm asking you to do. Stay low at this moment. Oh, move forward. Oh, move like you don't know where you're going. Whether I'm going to end up in the toilet, I'm not quite sure yet. But Lord, I'm going to trust your timing. Lord, I'm going to just stay put. It's very hard for us to stay. Because we like to be doing. We want to be seen. We want to be, oh, I'm here. It's my time. Who told you it's your time if God hasn't said so? yet stay low and rejoice in that time and trust that God will come through in his time because all things will work together for your good amen Amen. next point we go rejoicing even in the fear Ha! tell me about that Lord afraid. I don't want to do this. It's not my time. Me, I'm even telling God, it's not my time (laughs) here. But it's saying move. Fear the fear and do it anyway because it's the time. It said, even in the fear, rejoice. John chapter 18 verse 4, it says, Jesus, knowing all that was going to happen in him, went out and asked them, Who is it that you want? Remember, this is when it was time now. And even though Jesus was afraid, he still went to those Pharisees. Are you looking for me? So, God is encouraging you. Oh, Pastor, I think I would like us to start this thing. I don't know, I'm not figuring it out yet, but I felt like the Lord is laying it on my heart. Even in the fear, let's do it anyway. Can I have somebody here saying, even in that fear, even in that fear, I'm gonna rejoice. Even when I I don't know how to figure it out, I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to step out in faith and still rejoice in my fear. Oh Father, Why are you asking me to talk to these people? Why are you asking me to talk to the students? Even me, I'm still a student, that's my story. I'm still learning. What do I have to say? Oh, this young girl, what do you, this is me telling myself that. Oh, and then I have other women that have been married for so many years. I'm like, Lord, what have I got to say to encourage these people? They're much older than me. And the Lord says, it's not about your age fear the fear. uh, You have been anointed and do it anyway. So I rose up in courage and I said it's not about the pretty dresses. It's not about my look. It's about how he has anointed me to do the great work. So even in my fear, I took up the courage. You probably didn't know this. Oh, Mrs. Mack, thank you for that word. I do a bit of breath. I said. Oh, Father, I thank you. Oh, you did not Oh, thank you so much. You encouraged me today. Oh, Lord, I did it even when I was afraid. Oh, what did I even say to you? I'm not even quite sure. That's the Lord leading me. Hallelujah. So somebody be encouraged, even when it doesn't make sense, when all things doesn't seem to work out. Rejoice in the fear. Hallelujah. Rejoice in internal perspective. I have so much internal perspective because I do a lot of stuff with grief in Christendom because a lot of times most of us don't think about internal perspective. We only rejoice in the happenings of what's happening on earth. But I'm coming in a different dimension. Rejoice in internal perspective. What do I mean by that? In 1st John chapter 5, 13 to 14, it says, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. And this is the confidence that we have towards him, that if you ask anything according to his will, he will hear us. Jesus took on the cross for our internal security. As a parent, I would endure pain and death of you know if my God forbid children would die. People would endure things like that. We are all his children, but Jesus gave his life. That was an internal perspective. Did you know that Jesus giving his life wasn't just for us to preach the gospel to let people be set free of captive, but really to make heaven. So that we're called into the, out of the darkness, into the marvelous light. So that we, we may be part of the host of heaven. That is ultimate love he gave, right? right. He loves us so much that even in spite of our sin, he sacrificed his humanity. So rejoice. In internal perspective. Rejoice that you know Jesus. Rejoice that even when you take your last breath, you're going to be with the Father. Rejoice that you're not going to hell because you know Jesus, because you gave your life to him. Rejoice and think about all the things that you're going to enjoy in heaven. So know that this earth is only for a while because most times we don't think about it. Some people think they're gonna be here for 120 years. Let me tell you and shock you from now. In the next 100 years, most of us that are here, we're we're not gonna be here no more. Think about it, eternal perspective. So rejoice that one day I'll meet with the Father. And while I'm rejoicing, father what have you asked me to do at this point in time so when you call me accountable i can say this is what you have asked me to do and i can't be accountable and i know that i've gone to meet with the father last point rejoice in uncontainable unconditional love hallelujah The intimate relationship between mother and a newborn child. is just a slice of love that the father has for us. Rejoice in that. You know, sometimes I, I was asking God, you know, what do you want me to say? I don't want the normal message or rejoice. It's not happening. But let's have a different perspective. Let's really, really think about what it is to rejoice. Oh, even when it's not good for me, you're going to sing that song, that Yoruba song that says... I know me Sarah. and things are not well on me Sarah, you know. I don't really know song I and it's not things are not well, but I'm rejoicing because of the love of the Father. Oh yes, it is well, it is well. With my soul, with my soul. It is well. I can figure it out. I don't know how to pay my bills this month. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to eat. Oh, I don't have it. Three square meals. It is well. It is well. With my soul. Oh, my auntie has cancer. Oh, it is well. 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 I'm going to rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. It is well. I'm going to rejoice. My mother's on a sick bed. But I'm going to rejoice. Oh, Father. This is what I'm believing you for, but I don't know how you're going to do it. Oh, somebody's on a deathbed. Oh, my sister hasn't got visa. Oh, my, my mom, I don't know how I'm going to feed. I don't even have enough. Oh, this child is autistic, but I'm going to serve you, Father. Ah, oh, I don't know, but I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to rejoice anyway. I'm going to rejoice. Begin to take the up and say, Father, I'm gonna rejoice. I don't I don't have I don't have the answers. I feel confused in this mental breakdown. Oh, in this one's in this United Kingdom, depression is so cold. Oh Father, but I'm gonna rejoice. I'm gonna shake it off and I'm gonna rejoice. I'm gonna get dressed. I'm gonna put it on. Oh, whether I go in with one earrings. Oh whether my, my clothes doesn't match, it doesn't look ironed, but I'm gonna go and rejoice. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna rejoice in the Father. Oh, I'm 40 and not married, but I'm gonna rejoice. I'm gonna rejoice. I'm 50 and I'm doing care job. I'm gonna rejoice. I'm gonna rejoice because some people, they're homeless. Some people can't feed themselves. They're in the streets and they're cold, but I'm gonna rejoice in the Father throughout the scripture we see many moments recorded of jesus praying before he chose the apostles in the garden and in the last supper rejoice in prayer i can't feel it father but i'm gonna rejoice in prayer I'm going to pray anyway i don't know where you're taking it up to oh father i'm going to rejoice in prayer but because i know your word says it i don't even understand i don't know how this prayer is going to travel up to you but i'm going to rejoice in prayer anyway I'm going to rejoice in prayer. It doesn't matter even when my body doesn't feel, or even when it says otherwise, I rejoice in prayer. Every time we saw that moment where Jesus kept low and it goes to the mountain, let let us rejoice in prayer. And sometimes, you know, you think praying is a chore. I think in this year, I got more revelation of prayer than anything. And as the most that I did, the most times I spent now is praying and doesn't necessarily mean I'm secluded even when I'm on that remote in my office at home oh when I'm eating oh when I'm washing up oh make it a lifestyle oh make it a lifestyle I rejoice in prayer because there is something about prayer that you don't see. It's a spiritual exercise, and so we're going to rejoice in that. And so Father, we thank you. Oh, we rejoice. Let's begin to practice that. My soul will magnify the Lord. And my spirit praise you, even when my spirit doesn't feel like it for death could not hold him even in the grave Jesus Jesus. oh you are Lord Jesus oh my soul magnify yes oh Jesus oh we say thanks thanks we give you